Welcome to Gin in a Mug podcast, where myself, Sally Rose, and my good friend, Amanda Jane, catch up each week for a debrief. There will be some tough subject and some swearing, you've been warned, but there will also be a lot of laughs, oh, and a lot of gin. We hope you enjoy. Oh, there we go. Now we've got it working. Hey, Amanda. Hi, Sally. You know, I always swore, Sally, that I would never do a podcast, and yet here I am. Amanda's lost it. Uh, I have. You know, weeping woman, give her a ticket. Kick her in the guts. Let's go out. I mean, can't I just sit in my car and cry? It's a bit of a niche. (laughs) Bit bit of a bespoke boutique area. You may just see for us. I swear I have PTSD, and I'm not joking, (laughs) from dealing with the NDIS. Be politically correct comfortable phrase I believe Sally it's called a life limiting condition Mm. hoping for sponsorship yeah just any local gin if you want us to get drunk on your gin we will we're laughing but that's what we do when we feel like shit so um so cheers Sally cheers um (laughs) (laughs) hey Amanda hello Sally how are you I'm good thank you excellent uh, survived the wind of last night the only thing yeah. anyone's talking about here in Hobart without much else going on, the wind. Indeed, and you've replaced trampolines with uh, a kid's trampoline with a chicken pen, I believe. Uh, yes, the chook pen did a loop-the-loop and ended up upside down on the back fence. And I'm, <laughs> I was so worried when I saw it this morning, but the chooks are all still alive. That's the main thing. Few women um, But they only started laying yesterday, so I think... Uh, if they do lay, they will be scrambled eggs when they come out. Sis <laughs> boom. <laughs> okay, well, it's a bit of a special day today. We had talked last um, last uh, podcast about getting my Auntie Jo on board, and she has joined us today. Hello, Auntie Josephine. Hello, Amanda. Hi, Hello, Jo. Hi, how are you, Sally? Good, thank you. Thank you for yeah. joining us. Yeah, yeah, and I just wanted to say uh, you are in lockdown day, oh, my God, what is it? Is that correct? Yes, in New South Wales. We're in Albury, Wodonga. We're on the Albury side and the border's closed. It's all permits still going on over here. So one day I'll have it again. (laughs) Well, you know something, this might, so this will sort of give you something different to do and think about. Sally and I were talking the other day because I, I mentioned to you one of the things when you have a child, current, contemporarily, when you currently have a child with disability, the first thing that any health professional does when you walk in is says, tell me about your pregnancy, how was the birth, how was it after the birth and all that sort of stuff. And that never happened for you, did it? No. Julianne was born uh, in the evening and um the actual birth, the doctor was there and, you know, I, I said to the doctor, I'll buy you two bottles of champagne if it's a girl. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway she, she, came, she came along and she was a little girl, but they took her straight over to a table away from me and all the nurses and, and I asked naturally, it's girl, yes, yeah, no, no. And they, the authority, they kept keeping happy going and all that, but yeah. they said she's born cold. We've got to take her straight up to... Uh, straight to sec- uh, to second floor, where the Hubert Cripps were. What year was this? 1973. Okay. So 1973, were they doing any ultrasounds? 
I don't think so. No. no. So how was your – like, when she wasn't your – Julianne wasn't your first child, was no, she? No, she was my third, yes. Right. My last. And then when they said she was warm, cold, they held her up in a little rug and looked, yeah. showed her to me, and she was a bit darky blue colour, and they said mm. she was warm, cold, we're going to take her up and put the human crib for a while. Mm. And I was just all excited and, you know, they had to mm. clean me up and then they took – so you didn't uh, get a hold or anything first, just rushed no, straight no, off, okay? No, no, straight to the uh, straight to the crib. Yeah, was that the same as the as your first two? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, and that process. Uh, no, she. I had all back pain with her. I didn't even know I was in labour. Okay. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, the boys were front labour. Yeah, it was all in my back. I had a backache, and I rang the doctor. So this backaches, and it started going to me down into my groin. He just said, "Get to the hospital straight away." And well, I did, and she virtually come not long after, and I only, I only had two pains, and she was there. She was a very easy birth, very yeah. easy. Okay, and um, I went. So they put me into bed, and I sort of tried to rest and sleep because by the time it was getting on, and I called the nurse because I'm in a room on my own and I said, I'm worried about the baby. Is she all right? And she just said to me, oh, she's not well, dear, but she's she's doing fine, but she's not well. Anyway, I got a little bit upset and they gave me something to sleep. Oh, wow. Gosh. <laughs> oh. Wow. Oh, so oh my God. Morning, so next morning I'm, I'm awake, you know, because those sleeping tablets yeah. make you grow. I woke up. And I won't say his name, but the paediatrician came in and he looked at me. I was surprised when I'd seen him because he'd been my paediatrician too when I was at, yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. And he said, um, your baby is Down syndrome and they don't cry. And I looked at him to say, well, what's that? Yeah. And, and the nurse interrupted and said, doctor, this little one does cry. <laughs> And that was it. So it that was, was the it. Thing. That was it. Left. And you obviously <sighs> didn't know much about Down syndrome because you oh, said I didn't have a clue until yeah. after he left. The bio. What do you call those bio husbands? Uh, the bio husband. Yeah. <laughs> Sperm donor, DNA donor. Yes, he walked yeah. in with the, his mother. And they had papers in their hands and they asked me to sign them. And I said, why, what's going on? And, and then I was upset because I'm crying at this time naturally. You're in yeah, shock sure. crying. And they wanted to put her away straight away. That so day. when you say put away, what do you mean? What does that mean? Because, like, this is a whole other area. You've got to remember this is like. Oh, okay. Put this- her in a home, you know, uh, put her away. That's what you used to say, put them away. Wow, so that would be like, so where were you at this time? Were you in New South Wales then as well? Launceston. Launceston. Oh, Lonnie. So that yes, would have been like old, to Willow Court or something, wouldn't it? Old Queen Vic. Yeah, okay. The old Queen Vic. And I had her there and and then I was crying too much and I said, you know, I told him to stop it and, 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 and I said, no, I said, it's my baby, she should – you can't," she said, "because I've told everybody she's stillborn." And at this oh. point, hang on, just a tick. So, so, so we'll, we'll go. Let's go back here. 
I, had you actually seen Julianne at this point when you're being handed no. papers? That was going to be my no. question too, Amanda. You hadn't even seen no. her or held her. No. Oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, Andy Joe. I don't know you very well, but the bio dad sounds like an asshole and so does his mother. They were at the time, yes, very much so. Um, wow. Oh, my God. They, they, then she proceeded to call, call her, tell me, that Mongols, that was oh. the word you Mongols, they, they grow, they're very dangerous. They'll attack you. Whoa. Excuse me, I'm coughing. And God, this is just so disgusting. Uh, it is just such uh, a disgusting thing. I was just coughing, uh, crying, and I'm going to start coughing now. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I just was in tears. I couldn't cope with the nurse coming and hunted them. And uh, they gave me some more medication. Oh, my God, so they put you out to it again. I'm loving this thing that hospitals yeah, chose to do back I'm going to get a cough lolly. Um, <laughs> that tickle me for it. Walk in. Just, you follow me? Yes, just um, keep following me. Oh. Where, so yeah. hysterical woman, because you yeah. are having normal emotions to so far not seeing your child, being told they're very sick, then being told they yeah. have a syndrome you've never heard of, then having your husband come and try and get you to sign your baby away, you still haven't right, seen them. Yes. No. After having told people that the baby's dead. So we're just going to knock you out. Wow. So, so I didn't know what I was doing. Didn't have a clue. I was just a mess, a mess, total mm. mess. Uh, can and I ask how the nurses were? Were they like, because I know the doctor came in and just told you and then these, you know, if we can call them people, came in and harassed you to give up your baby. Um, did the nurse get rid of them or once yeah, you got really they, upset? They hunted them. I got The nurses hunted them. Gather. I, I use funny words, don't I? They got them out of the room and told them to go away. Yeah. Good. And, Good. Um, so they kept me sedated for a while and then, then the doctor came and uh, seen me. My, the doctor was acting for my doctor and sat down with me and sort of explained a few things. And I, and uh, what do you say? And I was saying the family doesn't want her and I don't know what to do. By this time, I still hadn't seen her. Oh. How many days is this? Uh, by, I think it was by the third day I seen her because the nurse said she's not well. God, God. Well and I said, well, I want her baptised. And then we had to run all over the hospital and find someone was a Catholic at the time to have a baptised. So the priest came up and this lady from another floor, she came in and and the nurse has dressed her up in this beautiful little dress. Aww. That was the first time I've seen her in this beautiful little dress and we had her baptised. And the nurses were crying. <laughs> And and after they all went, I had a little nurse and a cuddle. And then my doctor came back and his next day or late in the afternoon, and I, all I said to her, she doesn't look like anybody. What? And then the... Can I, can I ask, so you had this um, hold and um, after she was baptised, and like, did you get to give her a bottle? Was she feeding okay by then? They kept saying she was sick, but was she taking bottles and... We're trying to feed to put yeah. on weight, but she was not just, she was just under six pounds. 
Okay, it's not teeny tiny. Yeah. And oh, she was really tiny when she looked when you looked at her. And anyway, when it was time to leave hospital, I I was still fighting with the bio mm. about taking her home, and he wouldn't take her home. I wasn't to bring her home. Oh, because you would have lived together. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, married. Yeah, yeah two uh, two boys at home, and and this went on for a, a couple couple of weeks and we went over and seen my doctor at the time and his and I walked in and I was still upset in that now by this time I was going up the hospital feeding her giving her a bottle and then we walked into his office and sat down and he said well, what are you going to do and the buyer said I have no intentions of tying the rest of my life down to a thing like that oh. and that was very worse Oh, honey, Joe, that's horrible. And my doctor looked at me and he said, Joe, there's nothing else I can do for you. And we walked out. Um, Bio went back to work. Oh, he took me home first. He went back to work. I'm sitting there. Oh, and then my um, neighbour came in and I'm bawling my eyes out. She said, Joe, if you don't go get her, I'm going to get her. And I got in the car, went up and picked her up and went straight out to my mother's. <sighs> then I took her home. Oh, wow. And, I love and, your neighbour. <laughs> and yeah. if, But the funniest one was when she was in hospital, um, just before I left, this, I'm going to say her name because she is one of the most wonderful old doctors there was, Dr Geraldine Archer. Okay. She walked up the passage and she always used to have a cigarette in her mouth. <laughs> She walked up, put her head in my door, and she said, you take that baby home and love it. Aww. That was a very I remember time. Dr. Archer. Yes. That's, she's a Launceston institution. She was amazing, that woman. Yeah. And, and I, I remember her well. Yeah. yeah. And what, what amazing advice. Take her home and love her. Like what else does any child want? Yeah. Yes. So ideas and, and life's history. So hang on, Jack. So there's a little bit missing there. So you took her home and you went to your mum. What happened with the boys? So what happened there? Uh, Then they, well, Angel was only two and a half, nearly three, and Dave was uh, going on for six. But I had my troubles with David. It was happening there because he was on borderline. He was borderline. So I'm yep. dealing with that as well. Mm. And 12 months later, I'm on my own with three little children. That's it, raising her with no help. So you got the bio dad disappeared, so you got to stay in the yep. house and everything? Oh, no, he sold it from under me. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so. All right, so. Right, we've got it, the bio dad's dick and you're better off without him, obviously. Um, we are going to leave this part of Arnie Joe's story here. There is a lot more to this, though. This is going to be a three-parter and we will see you back next week for part two. Thanks, everyone. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Gin in a Mug. Jump onto our Facebook group and let us know what you thought. There's also the Patreon. Feel free to chuck a few bucks in there if you want to support our gin habit or if you want us to pay an editor to make this sound less shit. But most importantly, if this 
episode has brought up any issues for you, we've put the link in the show notes to Beyond Blue, Lifeline and Carers Australia. Make sure you keep talking. Big love to you all.